The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out many save the dates? The first Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voice. Voices of Search podcast. Today, we're going to talk about the importance of localization in your business strategy. Joining us is Matija Kovac, who is the co-founder and head of development at Tia Translations, which is a modern translation platform where they help companies translate their documents, websites, and other content with an AI-assisted, human-perfected translation. So far this week, Matija and I have discussed why localization is critical for international business. And yesterday, we talked about how to build translation memory. Today, we're going to wrap up our conversation talking about the future of AI and machine learning translations. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's the last part of my conversation with Matija Kovac, the co-founder and head of development at Taya Translations. Matija, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. Hey, Ben. Thanks for having me. Always excited to have you back on the show. Excited to wrap up our conversation today. So far this week, we've talked about the strategy of localization and and yesterday, the strategy of localization, how the costs are coming down, how we're being more efficient with localization because technology not only can ingest your content, but it could start to use machine learning and natural language processing to do the translations and also build up what we're calling translation memory to understand how your company wants its copy to look, sound, and feel in different languages. Talk to me about some of the next gen things that marketers and SEOs should be looking for. What's the future of AI and machine learning when it comes to translations? It's complicated. That's sure. And it's very, very interesting. There's so much going on in this field. Actually, machine translation was one of the first areas where AI has actually shown a lot of promise also in application, in production environment applications. 
So in about 2016, when the first neural machine translation engines came out, a lot has changed in the industry and there's a lot of new developments going on where we can, you know, use this technology to make translations more effective and more uh, efficient and much faster, as you already mentioned. But what's also coming, and we've seen a lot of it in the last two years, specifically with GPT-3 and similar large-scale models, is not only translation, but also entire transcreation or even creation of content from scratch. So all of these huge models have great potential of understanding the human speech patterns and writing patterns. And once trained properly, they can build content instead of you not only translate it into other content, uh, into other languages. Um, and this really excites me. I think this is going to be a very, a very interesting arena in the future. Okay. So what I'm hearing is the process for content creation used to be someone takes out a pen, they put it on a piece of paper, they write down words, and they copy it and hand it to people. It became newspapers. We moved to typewriters. We moved to laptops. People are still writing and typing. And then, you know, maybe we're depending on computers and natural language processing to translate the content for us, but we're still reviewing it. Now it seems like we're at the verge of the script flipping, to use a bad writing metaphor, where we're going to say, okay, natural language processing, machine learning algorithms, go write me content. And then the humans are vetting to see whether that content is correct. At what point do we hit the tipping point here? When are the humans going to be writing the content and the machines are editing it as opposed to the machines editing it and the humans are going to be writing it? How far away are we? Machines are already editing your content. I mean, you're probably using tools like Grammarly and similar who are helping your writing skills and helping you to build better content. And there was no affiliation here. (laughs) I wish. I love Grammarly so much. It was always the problem at the beginning of my career. People were like, Ben... You're a smart guy, but you cannot write grammatically correct. You cannot write anything with any sense of grammatical correctness. It was always my Achilles heel. And you're a native English speaker. Imagine how it is like for us Europeans who have to learn a language. And, you know, I spend most of my day writing and speaking in English. And it's not my first language. It's not what I speak with my wife at home, right? You're still probably better at it than I am. Uh, but with that said, editing of your content is already here there, and it's been here for a while, but it's improving dramatically as well. I mean, all of these tools like Grammarly and similar are have, helping us on a daily basis to produce better content and produce more content as well. But when you're flipping it around, when there's, I don't know, GPT-3 and similar stuff generating your content instead of you, just by providing it with some inputs and then you're just editing that content to make sure that it brings across the right value and the right meaning that you want to convey, then you can actually produce much more content and yeah, reach a broader audience with it. But there has to be formats of content that the machines can create that humans can. You know, I think of opinion. I don't understand how, sure, a product description. Computers can understand what are the words that are most likely to derive the best conversion results and start to use them to describe the products. If I'm sitting here saying, all right, I'm going to speculate on what the future of machine learning and translations are, you know, a a computer isn't going to be able to sit down and be like, let me think about that. Actually, here's the direction I think we're going. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. 
You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. So where is the machine learning and translation engine going to be effective? What types of content and where are humans still going to be sitting down with their proverbial pen and paper? I think you're quite right here. So stuff that's simple to produce, like stuff that's very repetitive and already exists out there. You said it yourself very well. A product description is something an AI can probably generate much better than your marketing intern with zero experience in copywriting can, right? Possibly. Or maybe he's a genius or she, and they can do a much better job at it. But when it comes to exactly that, yeah, you know, human brain is just incredible and we're still not close to mimicking it with AI. We're probably going to see something similar in the span of our lifetimes. Hopefully, I'm really looking forward to seeing where we get. But that's way too futuristic for this time and age right now. Hang on a second. In our lifetime, you're saying that machines and their ability to write should hopefully or potentially reach the capacity of humans. I think they will far overcome the capacity of humans and not only reach it. So, And not only reading and writing and, and expressing ideas, but also generating and creating new ideas is something that the AI is going to be able to take over from the human race, possibly in, in the next 60 to 80 years. With the current development that we're seeing, it's already overtaking a lot of the human ability. Can you imagine like 20 years ago, there, it was entirely futuristic to think that an AI would be able to recognize faces. Today, it's used on a daily basis. I mean, you, your iPhone unlocks just by you looking at it, right? And it's something we take for granted these days, even though it's extremely complex technology. And it was in unprecedented and completely unimaginable that a computer would be able to generate a text that would be indistinguishable to a human brain if it's written, that it's written by a machine and not a human, so the so-called Turing tests are being broken day after day after day. There's open source libraries you can run on your computer in half an hour and be able to produce text that looks as if a human has written it, even though they, there wasn't a human around when the whole content was generated. So I think we're quite close to the tipping point where a lot of the content we'll be seeing 
is going to be so good. And not only written content, I'm talking audio, video, uh, all sorts of content is going to be generated by the AI. And it's going to be generated so well that there won't be a, a way for you as a human to figure out that it's not generated by AI. Oh, boy. So do we just pack it in? Are our marketers done and the artificial intelligence is going to take over uh, in terms of content production? Where does this type of technology get applied? And I guess what's the end game here? I think the first stage after this will definitely be that humans will be able to do better things and live a more meaningful life. So instead of a translator used to have to type away and search things in the dictionary and do everything manually and just open up a word file or something and start typing away. And sure, I mean, it sounds kind of romantic, but it's, it also gets dull very fast, specifically if you're translating content that you've just translated yesterday. And now you have to go over and over and retype the whole text again with just some minor changes, right? And when with technology that we already have now, Translators have to do way less work. They have to review what the machine proposes might be the correct translation. Now, this might be a, a dangerous area where they can sometimes forget to fix something, even though they should. But it also allows for a much faster turnover when it comes to human professional translation services. And when it comes to content generation, who wouldn't have liked someone to assist you when you're you have your writer's block and you can't pass something, you know, you, you have this idea in your head, but you don't know how to, how to put it down in words and how to make it sound properly. And if a machine is able to generate five different options for you, all of them saying a similar thing, but in a different way, isn't that a helpful tool that you would want to use? And doesn't it help you build a much more meaningful workplace where you don't have to go and write it yourself in five different ways and then decide which one sounds better, but you can have a machine that helps you figure out how to do this faster and more efficiently. I think there's always this sense of, I don't know, excitement of what technology can do and how it's going to be able to expedite and make our lives easier. There's always a little bit of anxiety as well, right? The feeling that what we're doing and what we're, how we provide value is going to decrease. At the end of the day, I think of I don't know, things like the Industrial Revolution and the Internet Age and exactly. all the new technologies that have come along. Everybody was saying, well, the light bulb's here, so everybody's, the telephone is here, so no one's going to have a job anymore. We're just going to be talking to each other on the phone. People who were turning on candles with the candlestick, you know, all over London and this sort of places back in the Victorian era, all lost their jobs because of electric light bulbs. <laughs> but would you want to sacrifice a life without an electric light bulb to provide these sort of jobs? I think the takeaway here is that, yes, there is some pain in the industries that are specifically impacted. Honestly, the translation industry, people that are translators, if that technology starts to become automated, those jobs probably go away. But it doesn't mean that the economy doesn't get better. It doesn't mean that the overall workforce gets stronger. It's just the transition for the people that are directly impacted. So Ben, you said that a lot of people might be losing their jobs because of in the translation industry because of all the automation and AI that's coming in, taking other people's work. But what's actually happening, and this surprised a lot of the people in the industry, 
is that due to the effectiveness of localization, because of it, of the machine translation and all the other tech is making localization much more available, much more companies are actually entering the localization arena and they wouldn't have been localizing their content if it weren't for the drop in prices. So the demand for human translators is actually growing instead of decreasing because the demand for localization is increasing because the technology makes it more available. So there's always a silver lining to this sort of debate when it comes to how AI affects our lives. I think that we're going to continue to see the integration of artificial intelligence and advanced technologies into our life. And I do think that in some cases, it will affect people and will change the workforce. It'll change the way that we think about work. At the end of the day, I've never seen a scenario where technology has been what led to a decrease in the workforce. It always seems to be something that produces change, but at the end ends up being a net benefit to the world. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Mattia Kovac, the co-founder and head of development at Taya Translations. If you'd like to learn more about Mattia, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile on our show notes, or you can visit his company's website, which is Taya.io, T-A-I-A dot I-O. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to voicesofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember the answers are always in the data. Mm